Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. Hi, Heather. Hey, Deacon. This is Deacon Paul Trine, and we're up at the Abbey of the Hills um, in beautiful... It's Northeastern sunny. South Dakota. It's sunny. It's a little bit crisp yet because it's, you know, that time of the year where, you know, Mother Nature can't make up her mind whether it's going to be spring or winter. But we've seen glimpses of it and we felt it a couple of days ago. We have hope. We have hope. So thank you for joining us this morning. It's going to be a great show. We have a lot of great guests lined up. But before we get into it, Father, Father Deacon, Deacon Father, Father Deacon, will you start us in prayer? All right, yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Lord, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you for allowing us to be here today across this um, many, many states, these ears, these hearts that are listening, that are listening to this program, but more importantly, Lord, we're listening to you. We're, we're, we've, we're grateful for the, the guests that we have this morning And we know that your Holy Spirit will work through them and be reflected by them in their hearts, the many good works that they're doing through your grace. Um, We hope to to, uh, have an engaging show that shows the beauty and the life of the church. And we know this will happen. And we ask for special blessings during this holiest of holy weeks um, to carry our crosses and uh, to experience your life-giving Easter. In your holy name, through your blessed mother, and through Saint Joseph, your foster father, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Deacon, for that. And we're going to dive right into our first guest. Dr. Brian Chemeski is with us from the St. Mary's University of Minnesota. Good morning, Dr. Brian. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, you too. St. Mary's University of Minnesota is down in Winona, Minnesota. Why don't you give our listeners kind of an idea? Because some of them are geographically challenged, Dr. Brian. So where is, <laughs> right. where is, Win- where is Winona, Minnesota? Sure. Well, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Um, St. Mary's University of Minnesota has multiple campuses throughout Minnesota. So we have a campus in the Twin Cities. We have a campus in Rochester. And we have a campus in Winona, uh, which is on the Mississippi River in the southeast corner of Minnesota. Uh, we also have online programs, and in fact, we have more students online than at any of the three campuses combined. Come on, so we have are you kidding pretty, me? Pretty robust presence. Yeah, we have over 5,500 students at St. Mary's University of Minnesota, and That's it's awesome. a really uh, happening place to be. <laughs> that is awesome. So, is that just because of COVID, or is that normal? That's uh, quote normal. So, wow! Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought he was going to say that's because of Dr. Brian. Yeah, right. No, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all joke, a- all joking aside, and all humility, yeah. we're going to talk about a special program that you guys are going to be beginning. Um, it's a it's it's within the the School of Nursing. Is that correct? 
Yeah, we're starting a, a BS in nursing at our Winona campus. Uh, we've, we've already had an RN to BSN online, and we have a number of students in that program. We have a master's in nurse anesthesia that we're offering, and, and we're moving that up to a doctor of nurse practice, a DNP in nurse anesthesia. But we're also now launching a four-year residential BS in nursing at the Winona campus, and we're really excited about that. We have a brand-new uh, director of that program, uh, Sister Agnes Mary Graves. Uh, if you go to our website, you can see that we have a nice interview with her, and uh, she's prominently displayed on our homepage. Uh, but it's really going to uh, emphasize the Lasallian Catholic character of the education that we offer here. Okay, now you said that pretty quick. That just jumped off of your tongue. And we've been waiting for that word. <laughs> we, were talk- we were talking about that a little bit off air, Lasallian. Yeah. Okay, you said the Lasallian Catholic. So many of you might know, many of your listeners probably know uh, Jean-Baptiste de Lasalle, who is a really educational pioneer from France centuries ago, and uh, we are founded in in that tradition. Uh, I myself went to a Lasallian Catholic high school in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, Shanley High School at the time was run by the Christian Brothers. And uh, aside from... Uh, middle schools and high schools. They also have six Catholic colleges and universities in the United States. And St. Mary's University of Minnesota is one of those six. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Well, and That's I was... Right. I was getting ready for the interview today, huh. and I was reading about uh, the director of the nursing program, and I pull up this picture, Deacon, and she's like 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> And then I start reading the article, and the things this woman has already done in her life is simply amazing. We're, talk, you, we're talking about Sister Agnes Mary. Green. Yes, That's yes. Right. Can yeah. can you tell us a little bit about her? Well, what's so fascinating to me is we did a nationwide search, and uh, we ended up hiring Sister Agnes Mary, who lives in the convent right on campus. <laughs> so, <laughs> She's she's very engaging, uh, as you said. Maybe she has a youthful spirit, uh, mm-hmm. and she's she's already got a lot of YouTube uh, videos out there, and she's going to be just a natural leader for us in this new program, the BS in nursing. Uh, she's really going to be the leader in the face of the of the BS in nursing program for the college residential experience, and uh, we're really excited for that higher. She's, hey. she's with us now 10 hours a week, and she'll be full-time starting June 1. So when when did these programs start, the, the BS in nursing, and then you mentioned the master's and the, the DNP, the nurse practitioner, doctoral. When do those begin? So the, all of the other programs already exist. The, the DNP will be starting this fall, and the okay. BS in nursing uh, at Winona starts this fall. We've already got uh, a number of applicants for the program. I think they have their first um, review either this week or maybe they had it last week where they're beginning to admit students for the program. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really exciting for us. It's something that we've wanted to do for a long time, and uh, we were just able to uh, get it launched for, for this fall now. Wow, that's exciting. That's very exciting. I have a daughter who's yeah. interested in a, her doctorate of nurse practitioner, so she's a uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this. I'm gonna mention the program to her. Well, especially be... knowing that so much of it can be online. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that's really cool. He's so writing it down. I'm going to back up a little bit more. I'm going to back up, Brian, <laughs> Dr. Brian. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to, I would like to unfold a little bit more of this Lasallian. What sets a, 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 a Lasallian? I think I'm pronouncing that right. A Catholic college yeah. apart from another Catholic college or another type of Catholic. So what 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 are the characteristics or the you know the, the signs? Yeah, you know, for us, there, there's always been, uh, it, John Baptiste de la Salle spoke of the 12 virtues of a teacher, and uh, what we've done here at St. Mary's is we're really doubling down on character education and virtue formation, and that's going to be infused eventually through our entire curriculum and all of our programs. Um, you know, aside from that, as a LaSallean University, we're committed to meeting students where they are, you know, so that we want to connect them to fulfilling career opportunities based on market needs. And this, too, goes back to um, the founder, Jean-Baptiste de La Salle, who educated people who would find jobs. <laughs> he said the best mm. thing we can do is help people advance, you know, and find a career, find meaningful employment. And, uh, and in that way, they'll be able to provide for families and uh, live a good Christian life. And so that's really been part of our uh, identity from the beginning, from Jean-Baptiste himself. I think that's, that's actually, um, it just causes me to pause when you say that, because I think it says something about our present-day education system. When you say one of our characteristics or one of our virtues is we educate people to find jobs. And, and I'm right. like, Duh, meaningful, meaningful that's what career. they're all supposed to do. <laughs> but apparently, but apparently, you're saying, well, that sets us apart because maybe that's not happening with other facilities. I, part part of our strategic plan, which is also on our website, is that we have a deliberate desire to connect to uh, industry and to career pathways, mm. uh, so that students you know, will have <laughs> career opportunities when they graduate. We just think that's extremely important, and that's part of who we are as a LaSallean Catholic University. Okay. It really is. I think, you know, looking back at my bachelor's degree, it was in under-basket water weaving, but um, oh. <laughs> actually it was interior design. But, you know, as I left college, it's kind of like, now what? Okay, yeah. I've got a I've got a bachelor's and now where do I go and what do I do? And if I had and I was fortunate to have a connection. If I didn't have that connection, I prob I don't know where I would have ended up, but it would have wouldn't have been anywhere fun, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do want to say we still have, you know, a strong liberal arts program. We we also have a seminary on campus. We have over sixty guys in the seminary mm-hmm. here. We offer Strong philosophy programming. We have a theology, you know, curriculum. So, you know, it's not as though we're a vocational technical school. You know, we are a, a strong Lasallian Catholic university. Yeah. You know, but we just want to be sure that our students will have a career when they're when they're finished with their degree. Uh, some of our yeah. biggest, you know, most enrolled programs are in business and also in. Um, you know, other areas like psychology. <laughs> and, uh, but these people all, uh, for the most part, are connected to career pathways upon their graduation. And that's why we're so excited to start this BS in nursing, because that will definitely fill a market need, especially after 
COVID and what we're all going through with the pandemic, nursing is highlighted even more than before. And uh, it's part of our Catholic heritage, you know, to be caring for people and to extend the ministry of Jesus to those who are sick. So, Dr. Brian, how long have you been associated and been with with, um, St. Mary's University? I'm completing my second year. Okay, (laughs) wonderful. Yeah, before that I was at Loyola Chicago, and before that, University of Dallas. Oh, wow, okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I couldn't agree with you more about the need for for nurses and how important those roles are, and I think, you know, like my daughter, man, she... uh, as far as finding a job, I mean, there's openings everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. That's so, right. That's One of the things we were really mindful of when we launched this program is, um, and, and we have to do this for accrediting as well, but we wanted to be sure that we had good clinical partnerships so that our students in their junior and senior year, you know, when they do their clinical rotations, we would have those uh, lined up. So we have letters of agreement from a number of different places. Uh, in Minnesota and Wisconsin, where our students will be able to do their clinical sites. And, uh, again, that's another elemental uh, part of our curriculum, but it also leads them to career opportunities. And that has not been an easy thing during COVID. Wow. Um, right. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, I've got a foot in healthcare myself in my um, regular job, if you would. And, um, and, Gosh, you know, for for kids to find um, internships, and I've got kids in college that are that are trying to find internships, and it's 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 not easy for the schools to find those facilities. I think it's it's kind of it's leveling out now, though, and and coming back. But uh, for a while there, they were pretty hesitant mm-hmm. to allow kids to come to, yeah. to their facilities. Absolutely. Right. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Dr. Brian Chemeski from St. Mary's University in Minnesota, and we're talking about a new nursing program that they have started, and they're following in the Lasillian Catholic Heritage. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about um, how St. Mary's is rooted in character and virtue and why they find that important. Uh, You're listening to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from the Abbey of the Hills in South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back with more right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. 
We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And this is Deacon Paul Trine. And we're having a really interesting conversation with the provost of the University of St. Mary of Minnesota. It's located at a couple of different campuses. Um, the primary campus, I'd say, would be in Winona. But they're also there, uh, they've got presence in Rochester and the Twin Cities and a big, big, big online presence. We're talking with Dr. Brian Schmiesick, and he's, he's just really opened our eyes a little bit to a new program, uh, a couple of new programs, but especially the, the, the BSN uh, program for nursing. And, and what we were talking about a little bit more offline, um, doctor, was... This emphasis on virtue and character training—that's um, that's one of the signal points of of this of this degree. Could you go into a little bit more detail for us? Sure. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier that uh, Jean Baptiste de La Salle, the founder of the Christian Brothers, and the, for whom the Lasallian character is named, um, he had twelve virtues of a teacher that he spoke about. So the idea of virtue education and virtue formation has been with us from the beginning. But what we're doing now at St. Mary's University of Minnesota is we're really doubling down on that. And we want to make sure that all of our programs, you know, are infused with character education and virtue formation. Uh, We said earlier that part of what we want to do is, you know, make sure that people have a good career opportunity when they're done with their degree. But even more than that, we want to be sure that people are formed well and and are living lives of character and virtue. And so that's something that we are really making a a strong effort uh, to accomplish. And it's really exciting. It's gaining a lot of uh, steam, a lot of energy here at the university. So I've got a little healthcare background. How how does that manifest itself in a nursing program? Yeah. So partly we're doing this through a curricular uh, intention of making sure that we have a curriculum for current and future educational leaders that places a strong emphasis on moral character, virtue, and ethics. 
uh, you know, what one of the things we say here is what gets measured gets results. And so mm-hmm. we want to be sure that we are uh, designing a curriculum with that in mind, you know, and then we have a, a matrix, a rubric matrix that we can, you know, evaluate our different courses to see, you know, how or whether and how that they're meeting those objectives. Yeah. And, uh, and we, again, it's a process whereby we want to introduce this into the entire curriculum. We're starting with the School of Education, and we started with a grant that we received from the Kern Foundation. And uh, so we're starting there, and then we've gathered uh, faculty and what we're calling professional learning communities where faculty get together and talk about what this means and how they might introduce it into their curriculum. And, uh, and it, again, it's, it's gaining a lot of steam, and it's really a... a fine initiative for us at the Mm. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. Well, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent, and, Doctor, you'll learn that I'm known for this as Deacon Labs. So um, I've heard, you know, there's different colleges that we talk with, you know, in our listening area all across North and South Dakota into Minnesota. And it seems like a lot of these colleges, private Catholic colleges, are starting to want to adapt these types of things into their curriculum, the character, the virtue, all of that kind of stuff. Do you think it's because today our society is losing those things and it was just always there before? Or what do you think the difference is? Why has it become important today? Well, I, I can speak to our university. Uh, we have a president here, Father James Burns, you know, who himself mm-hmm. is very familiar with the Jubilee Center in Birmingham, England, you know, where they have this character education virtue formation. I think he's been a speaker there at their conferences every year since they've been doing that. Uh, and when he started here back in 2018, we went through a strategic planning process, and, and the number one initiative that we identified in our strategic plan was to, uh, it says, to live our Lasallian Catholic heritage. Uh, that's the number one priority we have uh, from our strategic plan. And as part of that, uh, we really wanted to make character, education, and virtue formation a signal part of that. So it's been part of our Lasallian identity, back from Jean-Baptiste de Lasalle, and now, for us at least, in our strategic planning process, we've decided to uh, really double down on that. And I would say it's mostly because we have our new president here, you know, who through this strategic planning process has made it a priority. Well, praise be Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. So looking ahead, you said you're starting this in the teachers and then, so you're wanting this to be an initiative that goes through the entire campus with all of your programs. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, you know, I was speaking to a, a parent the other day uh, who's uh, looking at this school for his daughter, and I said, you know, this isn't something that happens in a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just part of a strategic plan. It's going to take multiple years. Our plan is called Building a Future Full of Hope uh, 2025. You know, so that gives you a bit okay. of our timeline. Uh, so, yeah, we, we're starting you know, with faculty learning groups, professional learning communities. Uh, the first group has already gone through that. We're starting now with the second group. Uh, we've incentivized some faculty who are actually earning their master's degrees from the Jubilee Center in Birmingham uh, in character education, virtue formation. And uh, this is something that we're going to be 
building across the entire curriculum. Yeah. Wonderful. So for those people that are listening right now, those young men, or maybe this older guys and older ladies that are looking at a career change or, you know, they're coming out of high school or what have you, um, they're thinking, wow, this is interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious about that. Mm-hmm. What should they be doing now? Is there still an opportunity for them to get into next fall's class, or where does where do they stand? What should they be doing? Yeah, so for our nursing program, we are still admitting students for that, and that's a residential program in Winona. Uh, it's a four-year program, so we're admitting incoming freshmen. Right now, uh, we're not allowing transfer students because it's a brand-new program, so we're starting with a cohort, you know, in their first year. Uh, but in a couple of years from now, we'll be able to uh, admit transfer students. Uh, but for others, you know, who are adults who might be looking to uh, for a career change, especially in the midst of the pandemic, another initiative we've started is called uh, our Accelerators Program so that we've launched a number of uh, certificates so that uh, especially adult students can go back and hone their skills and get some education Mm. that they might need for a new career change. For example, we have a certificate in project management. You know, some people might not want to earn an entire MBA, but instead they might be able to take four courses and earn a certificate that would advance their career. Uh, And Sometimes even four courses might be too many, and so what we've launched now is a new what we're calling digital badging initiative, so someone can take a course in project management and earn a digital badge that they can post on their LinkedIn page. An employer can click on that uh, digital badge and find the skills that the uh, student has mastered in order to get that digital badge. So, again, with our emphasis on career outcomes, <laughs> this is really yeah. our, one of our guiding philosophies. And so anyone can participate in those um, we have over 20 different certificates, again, we're, what we're calling our accelerators, uh, and those are available online. Wow, that sounds very intriguing. It's, it's kind of like you're meeting the people where they're at. You know, uh, you know they might have been in their careers for 20 years and just need this little extra something to make it to the next level. That's just, I love that idea. So when we have a well, pro- thank you. When we came up, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, Dr. Bryan. Oh, I was just going to say thank you for saying that. We, we love the idea, too. <laughs> and our students really <laughs> love the idea. We, we just launched those accelerators this spring, and we've got nearly 100 people, you know, who've already registered for that. So I'm going to go uh, look. It's been really good for us, <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the things that I noticed when we were just about to, when we were coming on the air is they they do a promo for the da, 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 da. I won't sing it but they talk about that we want to be engaging with the gospel with engaging in the life of the church engaging with the beauty of the church and I see that coming out in this interview I see that coming out in these new programs with this 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 character this virtue building into our um, healthcare providers where else. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this has to be uh, towards the top of the hill in terms of if you wanted to have someone of virtue, it would be that person who's providing you health care. Mm-hmm. When you're ooh, mm-hmm. kind of grabbing for straws, that you can look into somebody who's got the character, the, the compassion, the, the Christ-centered backing of, of, of caring. So I just think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, we're we're really uh, happy with this program and uh, can't wait to see it continue to blossom because it's it's already bearing really good fruit for us. 
Beautiful. Well, Dr. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Any last thoughts for some of our listeners that may be on listening? We know uh, we're all ready to approach the, the triduum services. And just, uh, you know, if anyone's in Winona, we are offering the triduum services here on campus. You'd be welcome to, uh, you know, participate in that with with permission. <laughs> we have to be sure that, you know, we're complying with, um, you know, the numbers of people that we can allow on campus. But I just think it's so uh, good for us as uh, Catholics to be celebrating the Holy Triduum together and entering into this most holy season. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Brian, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, Dr. Brian. It's been it. a pleasure. Hey. It's been a pleasure. God bless you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. So, new things happening at St. Mary's University of Minnesota. That sounds really exciting. I kind of want to go onto their website and see what kind of accelerated programs they have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What would you need? <laughs> uh, I just need to get accelerated. I'm, I'm on my second cup of coffee. Yeah, we need more coffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm excited for our next guest that's coming up after this break, uh, Father Tom Hartman, who um, I, he's done a, a day of recollection up here. Is that what he yeah, did? Yeah, you know, he just did one here uh, about a month ago. Actually, earlier in this month, um, Father Tom came and he, he kind of focused on forgiveness and, and obviously this time of Lent, this time of uh, the Easter Tritium is, for, is Christ's forgiveness, God's forgiveness of us, but it's, he's also asking us to take up our cross. Mm. It's not just sit back, watch. I don't want to. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. It's at the core of who we're supposed to be and, and we're followers of Christ. And so mm. Father Tom's going to... I hope, I think he's going to present um, a little bit of a personal story of his own, um, his own, I guess I'd say, uh, walk to Calvary or road to Calvary. Mm. Um, it's really compelling. There's a lot of folks that came to the uh, Day of Recollection that he, uh, he was featured at and uh, just heard nothing but compliments on it. So yeah. really looking forward to Father Tom Hartman. Father Tom Hartman, he's up next, folks. Stay tuned. He'll be right after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 